welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Oh, so broads, I'm super excited. So you know, you know our near and dear friend Craig, um, who is uh, like the podcast favorite, apparently. Oh no, that's gonna change. People, I know Craig is amazing. People are seriously obsessed with him. The amount of comments and DMs we get saying that they want him to be a third host is insane. Baby daddy, you know what? You know what? Because he's he's very sensitive. He's very in tune with his feelings. Yeah, and he's one of the nicest guys you will ever meet. I love Craig, and he's also. A, a loose cannon. You never know Such what a loose the fuck cannon. he's going to say. Such is. a loose cannon. He is crazy. <laughs> but speaking of one of the nicest guys, he then introduced us to you. Yes. And I feel like maybe you're one of the nicest people. Michael Yo. Yes. Hello. Michael, welcome. Hello. 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 <laughs> Comedian extraordinaire. One of the nicest people I feel like I've met in this show business business. Well, you know, this is the thing. You know, I think because I'm not from here, I'm from Houston. And then uh, I, lived in, yeah, I lived in Miami, came to fr- uh, Houston, Miami, and then here. And it's the thing where I just, uh, you got to treat people like you want to be treated. Mm. And here, here's what's interesting. Me and my parents were eating at a restaurant and the waiter came over and was like, oh my God, you guys are so nice. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, because we were saying thank you and please. Just you common really, manners. Just manners. And you don't get that in right. LA. You're clearly not from here. Yeah. So thank you so much for visiting. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Well, it's so interesting because I feel like this comes up a lot in conversation. I just find it crazy when people don't show just basic consideration to other human beings and the way that they interact with people. And it really blows my mind because a lot of what you see in LA is people only exhibiting a certain amount of kindness and friendliness towards people they think they can get something from. Oh my- and it's really such a crazy way to go about living. Well, the worst part about LA, and I hate to bash LA because we all live here, but... <laughs> and we love it. It's and we horrible. Love it. The weather is perfect. It's, it's gorgeous. I hate degrees. it here. <laughs> I know. It's 75 degrees right now. OMG. Anyway, but it's, it's this whole culture of going to a restaurant and every time the door opens everybody turns their head mm. you know it's like who's coming in who's coming in and right w- when i was in that dating world i hated that man when i when i was dating it was just like it's all about who's next or yeah. who's who's here you know oh i ate in the same restaurant as blah blah blah, blah. yeah yeah it's just like, the name dropping for days oh my god <laughs> it's so ridiculous this industry is just it's that's why I want to make it big. And so I bring like the Craigs and everybody with me that are good people. And then that's how you just spread the love because this this town's a bunch of asses. Yeah. Bunch of assholes true. in this town. Well, now. so you are a comedian and Craig will open for Michael occasionally. Yeah, on the road. Even though I heard him the other day posting that he was that you were opening for him. Yeah, so I take <laughs> I take Craig on the road and he goes, Yeah, you know, I, I'm the headliner of the show. I'm just going before Michael. I'm I'm the headlining in the middle. <laughs> Like Craig. I know. I, I'm loving Craig because he's coming up, and it's so good to see people you love mm-hmm. to expand and grow. Yeah, it's in exciting. Comedy. And now, like, he's going to be with Chris D'Elia in a couple weeks in San Diego. Amazing. And, yeah, and Chris D'Elia shows me love. Joe Coy shows me love. So it's it's just beautiful, man. I just love how the family. Yeah, you know, do you like being a part of the community? I do. I do. You know, I, I have, like, my – I don't hang out. Like, Craig's in the clubs. Right. You know what I mean? That's what he does. But me, it's, since I'm a family guy, I have to go there, perform – know a few comedians and th- that's my tribe it's yeah, like all right. right let's go yeah that's us but like craig knows everybody 
Well, because he's in the club till two, three o'clock in the morning yeah, at the sure, comedy. Sure. So I, I can't do that. I got a wife and a kid, and then another kid on the way. So I got to be home as soon as I perform. I go home. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's so true, huh? That seems like it might be, might be tough. Like yeah. Like last night, I did three shows. I got home at midnight, so I totally missed my kid at night. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you don't want to do that too much either. You know, because already my son doesn't love me. So <laughs> <laughs> just Who mama's boy. Oh. How old is he again? He's two, two. and a half. Yeah. I I hate it. I hate it. It's like I'm not even there. Well, just wait till you have the next one, which we'll get into that. But then he's going to be like, mom doesn't love me anymore. That's how he's going to feel. Really? He's going to come running into your arms. Well, I will look at him and go, no. (laughs) I know you not. No, no, no. You had your chance. This is karma, my friend. Yes. You got to learn early. (laughs) What goes around comes around. That's right. You got to learn early. I'm sorry, son. I can't love you now because you didn't love me earlier. Um, Well, can you give us just like a little bio about you? Yeah. Listeners know. So so, uh, I moved here in a like 10, like, 11 years ago, I worked for E! News. I, wore, I was on Chelsea lately. Uh, I was on, I was Chloe's boss on uh, Courtney and Chloe Take Miami. <laughs> Wait, yeah. were you really? Yeah, I was her radio boss. <laughs> That's so badass. I oh, have yeah. no idea. Kardashian Stan here. That's right. We love the Kardashians, so welcome, Michael. Yeah. The, the, I'm really impressed now. <laughs> I know, you're like, oh, this is going to get good. I could tell you everything about the Kardashians. No, it's a thing where I was there and I was Chloe boss so i had to play a real boss because i really worked at the radio station and that's where i met chloe because i worked at e and then to see those girls because people got to remember they've only been out for 10 years Mm -hmm. that's so true i forget that it feels like it's been a thousand like chris jenner has to be a vampire to me at this point like i I remember seeing kim with her perfume on uh the apprentice I remember wow. there was episode of the of the Apprentice where was she was this like before the Kardashians. It's it. I don't know, but I remember because I was little and I was like, "Who is this bitch?" And she, you know, she was like, "Here's this challenge. You have to try to sell my perfume." <laughs> oh my and she's God. standing there next to Donald Trump, you know, and like it's oh kind of crazy because at that time they were just trying to get on. It seemed like whatever they kind of could. Like nobody knows the real story how they got on. So this is what happened: is I was good friends with the lady that actually like put the show on the air. What happened? Ryan Seacrest just signed this huge deal with E. This is when he was on American Idol. Yeah. It was the biggest show. They were doing 30 million people uh, a week on American Idol, and then E signed him for some crazy amount of money. So when you sign a big deal like that, you get a um, like a you get to sell shows to the network first sure. right of refusal. Okay. So he found the Kardashians. Now before Kardashians came out, it was just the three girls. And yeah. everybody passed on the three girls. So they, they were passed on for two years. Yeah, just Chloe, Courtney, and Kim. Just yeah. like, and that would be the show, just the three of and them? That was, no, okay. serious. That was the yeah. show. Okay. And nobody picked it up. So then what happened was Lindsay Lohan and her family had a show that was supposed to be on E! that year. Yeah. But at the last minute, Lindsay bailed out. <gasps> and so, so... That dumb bitch. No, I'm so, so, so then Ryan oh. was like, well, I have these three girls. And E was like, no, we've already passed on those girls. And they go, well, what if we add the mom and dad? And they go, well, we need something. This will, because I think Ryan, you know, in, in a contract, you can sell two or three shows. They have to, they have to give shots at your shows. Yeah. So they're like, oh, why not? Why right. don't we try it? If you look at the first season's promos for the show. It is so basic. It's literally them in a room with some lights and just kind of jumping around. And you know yeah. what's so funny is I saw uh, like a first season episode recently and I was like, well, this is extremely different. Oh, yeah. It's, ex- <laughs> it's unrecognizable. <laughs> and completely. I tell you, I was there at E the first five seasons or something like that. But to see how they spent no budget 
on the first year. And then by the second into the third year, they were the biggest thing on the network. That's crazy. Wow. And it's also insane because you have this weird angle of like Robert Kardashian's ex-wife, you know, who defended OJ. Yeah. And, and then, then you have Olympian, Bruce Jenner, yeah. Olympian. Like what? Yeah. It, it, and that's what people and it's just so weird what people love. But if you don't like the Kardashians, you can blame Lindsay Lohan because she's the one that bailed out. I was going to say, show. They, I didn't know just that they think like, about owe that. her oh uh Lindsay their lives just like think their about livelihood it. is because just think about it they they would have never been on the air if Lindsay like nobody knows that but they would have never been on the air if Lindsay Lohan didn't bail out on her show but which came first the Ray J or the Lindsay you know <laughs> like would they but, have got the shot at the show without Ray J you okay know? okay since you do reality or you've been on a reality show do you believe because I had people say well they don't have talent See, I think they have a lot of talent. Oh, I disagree I completely okay, yeah. great, when you say great. that. They are 100%. so talented. You have to have charisma. You have to have, like, I don't know. There's a personality thing, too. You have to not give a shit, and you also have to completely give, give a, a shit. shit. Like, yes. it's a, such an interesting perspective. You also have to put a lot... I mean, it's just... May, maybe it doesn't speak to them so much as their momager, but to remain relevant and build in re and only continue to grow in relevance for so many years. Mm -hmm. I mean, I say the same thing about Kanye West, you know, it's like you go back to like 2005, 2006 and you see where we're at like 15 years later. It's remarkable. Well, I, I always say, because reality shows come and go there since the Kardashians came out 10 years ago, there's probably been over a thousand shows that have come out and have gone because nobody watches them. The Kardashians stay relevant, like mm -hmm. you said, but it takes a talent to get people interested interested in your family for that long but not only that buy all your products for sure like they're over like yeah. what, what kylie's a billionaire and and or kendall one of them I, is I, it kylie the first female, female billionaire or the no i think it doesn't even have to do with her being a female i think she's like the youngest, the youngest billionaire. billionaire or something Holy like that shit. but but just think about that it's a thing where kim kardashian when the reason why she wasn't the first is because she teamed up with a lot of people to make her products. Uh, Kylie uh -huh. was like the youngest and mm -hmm. they already had fame. So she was like, oh, I'm gonna do it by myself. So that's the that's why she became a billionaire before uh, Kim Kardashian, which she probably wants to kill. Can you imagine how now? salty Kim is? <laughs> I would be the saltiest bitch. I'd be like, absolutely not. Like Are I paid the me? way. I'm but at the end of the day, like Saint Saint uh, West should be literally bowing down to an idol of Lindsay Lohan every day because her and, her and her daddy wouldn't have ever or her and her, her mom and her dad would have never met if it wouldn't have been for Lindsay Lohan. Saint is the boy. Oh, well, who's that's the girl's name? <laughs> I don't know. They're all, all North. The Saint North. These are um, all kind no, of like it's North <laughs> Saint Psalm and Chicago. Get it straight. Wow. So oh, you, you I know did the not family. Know. Like you really know the family. I okay. This is gonna sound really I weird. Consider them close friends. <laughs> <laughs> I've been keeping up for a long time. No, I seriously have dreams sometimes that okay, I like stop. meet them. It's really weird. I don't know why that is. Do you well, want to be their friend? Yes. Yeah, you do. Oh, I would yeah. love to be the but like your organically. Eyes are just lit up. You're like, yes. <laughs> yes. I do. I want to be that famous. I no, I really <laughs> wouldn't want to be. But also, actually, I'm kind of obsessed with Kim and Kanye together because I just find that pairing so weird, iconic. Yeah. It's iconic. Mm -hmm. it, it really is, though. I'm not saying that like in a like icons. No, like it's actually quite an iconic pairing. Well, I, I believe, and this is my theory. No, no proof behind. It. I believe Kanye West was like, I want to date the Marilyn Monroe of today. 
And Kim Kardashian, yeah, if you think about it, the most high-profile woman in the world. Mm-hmm. So he goes, that's what I want. But the crazy thing is you see photos of the two of them together back when they first met before she was even anything, and he like looks like he's in love with her. Yeah. He's always had a special spot in his heart for Kimmy K. <laughs> a special spot <laughs> he somewhere. Knew it. <laughs> Something. I, I don't know if it was in his heart. Maybe, maybe, maybe a little pants. more south. <laughs> and maybe he knew it. He's like, this girl's going to make it big. No, well, but no, she was already big when they when they started. But dating. not like big, big. I and mean, she was big, big. Really? Oh yeah, Kim, the whole Kardashians blew up in twenty okay. two thousand eight. Yeah, and what they get married five six years ago. Yeah. yeah, I guess. But you remember Kanye in one of those episodes was like Kylie is the next big thing, and that was before. Really? Like, yes, and he he would tell Kim like you watch Kylie because that's the one who's going to be huge, and this is when Kylie had like just gotten her first <laughs> injections, so it wasn't like Kylie like you know two years ago. It was like, you know. Which is weird for a grown man to look at somebody's <laughs> sister. Let me tell <laughs> you, goes, you baby. That little girl right there. <laughs> Woo! Those lips are going to be insane. <laughs> Those are the money makers, It's so baby. true. It's so true. The way she smacks him. Oh, my goodness. I never knew Kanye was so creepy. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Okay, wow. well, before we find out more about you, which yes. now you've got us hugged, Michael. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so it's already October, which is like, hi, how is this possible? Um, but point is, I'm trying to get on my holiday shopping because God mm. knows I typically do it last minute. Christmas Eve. And, exactly. <laughs> typically every year. And that's always the wrong decision. But guess what? I've gone and just done it because I decided to get my uh, kid sister and my mother some shoes. I got them Rothy's. <laughs> nice. I'm the best. I was just telling my mom about Rothy's the other day. Rothy's are the perfect everyday shoes for life on the go. They're stylish. They're comfortable. And on top of it all, they are made from repurposed plastic water bottles. In fact, Rothy's has diverted over 35 million water bottles from landfills already. Woo. It's no wonder that Rothy's has quickly grown to be a most loved, gotta have them brand. And Rothy's come in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, and patterns. And they're available in a range of styles like sneakers, loafers, points, and more. In fact, they launch new colors and patterns every few weeks. It's a lot of cute shoes, my friends. Um, I'm typically wearing my Rothy's, which are sneakers now, but I'm not wearing them today because they are in the washing machine, which is one of my favorite things about these shoes. Um, They are like legit machine washable. Ember uh, yesterday stepped all over my shoes covered in mud. And I mean, typically if a child would step on my shoes... They'd be getting scrubbed for about 30 minutes straight. Uh, But I just throw my Rothy's in the washing machine, and they come out looking sparkly and fresh. It's fantastic, especially with the kids' line. It comes in in so handy, like, oh, my goodness. Throw those kids' shoes in the wash. Amazing. Um, And they are the most comfortable shoes I've ever owned, so that's a plus. Go to rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash chatty to get your new favorite flats, comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash chatty today. Jessa, when you said if a kid steps on your shoes, I thought you were going to say something about, like, what's going to happen to that kid. If they oh do that. Yeah, I thought she was going to say, I really shake my child a lot. <laughs> if they step on, I just shake them. Give if them Ember a steps shake. on my shoes, I throw her in the washing machine. <laughs> no meals for the day for her. With the Rothys, she goes in, too. <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay, so... Besides the fact that you were the boss of the Kardashians, oh, yeah. which you could oh, ask yeah. the million questions. <laughs> oh, yeah. So your entertainment oh, yeah. laundry so, list is forever. Yeah. I did E, I did Extra. How did you even get started doing that? Like, So a random story. I was a, 
I hate to sound like that, but I was a big DJ in Miami. I was like the, I had a huge show. Wait, but how did you get started even doing that? Because you started out in Texas. Oh, like- Texas. So I was, uh, I, I, I went to a club, a teenage club called Kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Kaboom! <laughs> that, that was our, uh, <laughs> that's what it was it was so teenage oh club. my god it was back in the day man it was like the first of all teen club is the teen club, club is, yeah. amazing. is amazing y'all didn't have teen club oh i used to go to a teen club absolutely yeah. What? Yeah. Where it was 18 and under yeah like you didn't want creeps in there it was 18 and under <laughs> it was, I was safe i was i was the king of kaboom you know <laughs> Kaboom! <laughs> and so my friend was the DJ for a radio station. Yeah. So I go, oh my God. And he was talking and like all the attention was on him. I got, I got to do that. So we became friends and he let me be his intern. And then after that, I became a radio DJ in Miami, moved to Austin. And then uh, when I went, I got a job offer in Miami. And that's where radio blew up. You know, so I, I started from the bottom. and That's cool. Yeah. Is that, what did you want to do when you were little? I wanted to I wanted to be a professional football player. Uh-huh. I played college football oh, for okay. the University of Arkansas. And then I got too many concussions before concussions were a thing. Really? And I had to stop playing. Or I wanted to play professional football or uh oversee hotels. I know it's random. You are a very multifaceted person. I, I just I just love hotel management. That's... I think it's fascinating. You know, like, but I'm talking about I'm not talking about a like like one of these Best Western. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not talking no. about <laughs> a sleep and stay. I'm, I'm t- this episode I, sponsored by Best Western. Oh shit, that's our next and, advertiser. And sleep and stay. <laughs> this is my way to weave in commercials <laughs> organically. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, so, so what kind of hotels did you want to manage? Like Vegas. Oh, like, like, oh you oh, wanted yeah. to be well, rolling. I wanted to be in the suit oh, with yeah. the high. I roll. can actually totally see that you might want to consider that velvet shoes a cigar no cigar the shoes the suit you know know, like where i would walk out the hotel and the wind would blow and my jacket would like that's how i managed you know i would i would always be i pull out like a little pocket watch and see what time yeah monocle yeah and be like hey we need to do this we need to do this we got a whale coming in you know i want to be the dude i want to be that guy you know and because at 16 i got a hardship uh work license when i was 14 years old what is that so in texas if uh you had to be low income but we were middle class so i lied and said we were low income because i wanted to work it's a hardship work license it sounds like something like great depression i know (laughs) yeah yeah so i lied about being like low income so i could get one of these licenses because i hated sitting at home and so you you weren't legal to work at 16 but then you were able to at at 14 you could or no at at like 15 you could get a job (laughs) at like seven you could get a license (laughs) i was working at a hot nine and a half it was was, great i was three years old working at payless shoes back in the day (laughs) So I got, I got <laughs> so I got this license, and I started working uh, early, and and uh, I just I don't even know what I, what my point was, but but what, what did you start doing? Oh, so I uh, Hooters. I worked at Hooters at like fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Were you like a busboy? No, I was a, chef, a manager, a cook. <laughs> Texas not 
not knowing a freaking freshman in high school is frying their wings. (laughs) It was crazy. It was, they just opened it. It was in Clear Lake, Clear Lake, Texas. I was like 15 years old and all the girls were like 18 to 21. So they would like, you know, I walk around the whole time with a heart on. I was like, this is amazing. 15. Best first job ever. 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 And not a busboy, a chef. <laughs> no, not a chef. They, I did the wings. Okay. I did the, the, I, you literally did I, the wings. I did yeah. the wings, and then I did so good. At 16, they moved me up to the little little oh, burger maker. Wow. Because I could anticipate yeah. orders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would see people and go, oh, that's a chicken. That's a burger. And really? I would already put them on before they even ordered. So when they ordered, okay. they get it faster. So that's why they like me. That's my Asian side. Wait, you better say this real quick. Uh-huh. You are... Black and Asian. Blasian. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Korean and black Karak. You can call me that too. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh so, my God. Yeah, so... Wait, th- first of all, Korean and black Growing up in Texas, that's a whole other. Oh, yeah, that's a whole other a, thing. My school is pretty much white. Yeah, really. Oh, they call. I got every name out of the book. How'd your parents end up in Texas? My dad was born and raised there. Okay, he was born and raised in the hood. Uh, well, fifth, I guess I should say, how did they meet? All of that. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm uh, well, curious about so all that. So my parents have a crazy story. Well, not crazy, but it's normal for back then. But uh, my dad grew up in Fifth Ward, Texas, all black school because everything was pretty much segregated back then. Got a wow. PhD in nuclear physics, Holy so he's super shit. smart. Went to Korea. I'm sorry, uh, a PhD in <laughs> nuclear physics. Excuse yeah. me, I can't even like, barely say. <laughs> I can't even get it out. Dude, it's so tough. And it like he could never tutor me because I'm not smart. Like he is. <laughs> like my dad would just see numbers and goes, that's 57. I'm like, how'd you get there? I don't know. You know? <laughs> His brain is just on yeah. another level. He wow. couldn't explain how to get to the answer. So he would get so mad. How could you not understand? It's 57. Well, you didn't show me any steps and I'm five. You know, it's like you're a doctor of yeah. nuclear physics, physics, buddy. Exactly. Wow. So my dad met my mom. He was stationed in Korea. They dated for two years over there. There. He came back to America, wrote letters for two years, saved up money, flew her down, and they got married. And, and they're celebrating their 40th, 48th anniversary wow, this year. Wow, congrats oh to God. them. What a beautiful love story. But, and so they moved to, my dad had a little money, so they moved to the suburbs, but they were the only, pretty much the only couple, definitely the only mixed couple on the block. Wow. They did it before it was trendy. Now it's like, wow. sure, sure, sure. So I got called all kinds of names. My mom wanted me to be Americanized as possible because people made fun of her. Yeah. So I don't know anything. I'm learning more about being Korean now than I did because she didn't want me to know. That's really, that's really difficult. And that's something that yeah. I think a lot of people face when they're second generation American. I know it's something that's been an issue in my family. Uh, I'm half Mexican. And so a lot, it's like, most me and none of my cousins speak any Spanish. Yep. We don't really know about any like traditions. I don't think it has to do with our parents so much as my grandparents. I mean, I can't speak for them, but I know for a lot of families, it's like we're moving. You are now American and this is now your mm. new culture. But it's kind of disappointing it when is. you want to know yeah. where you came from and like tradition. I think, it, I think it's sad that in America, everybody's like, you're American. And you're not supposed to know anything else. That's why in America, most countries, when you grow up in most countries, you know several different languages. Mm -hmm. Here it's like, Oh, they don't speak American. You yeah. know, it's like we gotta get out of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. this this is a world. We need to be part of the world, not yeah. just America. Well, we technically don't even have a national language. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that, but yeah. with English is there's no It's not ours. There's no official <laughs> yeah. language of really? the United States. Yeah. See 
and here's the thing. We expect everybody, look, I get it. We bring a lot of money to other countries and when we travel and things sure. like that. But we also have to, like, I am so upset at myself because I didn't learn other languages. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. now I'm starting, it's funny how, and for any younger people listening, Freaky, when you're young, learn everything. Learn you can. it all. Now, for all the 11 year olds listening to our podcast yeah. right yeah. now, <laughs> yeah. get out that first Rosetta all, Stone. First right. of all, turn it off. How dare your parents <laughs> let you listen to all of this? They're <laughs> swearing this vulgarity. Um, no, but for real, it's so true. I was trying to like learn. I'm. Uh, my half a family is Swiss German and they all speak constantly and I didn't learn what? it growing up. Yeah. So I don't know it. And so I was like trying to learn it recently. I'm like, my brain can't handle this so anymore. I'm over 30. They what? speak. German? It's a Swiss German. It's, oh, it's a hybrid. Called Swiss German. Oh, it's called Swiss German. I didn't even know so Swiss So in Switzerland, was there's uh, like Swiss French, Swiss German, and well, now I'm blanking out. What are they surrounded so by? So they just throw the yeah. Swiss and everything, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's just a little bit different. Got you. So, interesting. Yeah. So if you go to Germany, like, and you speak Swiss German, they can understand like 80% of what you're saying, but there's still that like 20%. Oh. I tell you this, if my mom would have taught me Korean, I guarantee I wouldn't have been in entertainment. Really? I, I would have been an international business guy. Oh, yeah. Can you oh, imagine sure. yeah. if you had a personality and big and bright when you walk into her, but no Korean and do business deals for America oh to my Korea? God. Imagine oh, the hotels. Like, I'm going to that's Korean. You, they would have run yeah. international hotels oh my, everywhere. Oh my god! Oh, Anyahaseyo. Oh, yeah. That's all I know you, how to say. I was gonna say, can you actually speak some Korean? Uh, Anyahaseyo. That means hello. Oh. That's it. My mom. That's so teach. long to say oh. hello. I know. <laughs> Oh is that where Michael Yo came from? Where'd that come from? No, it's my mom's maiden name. Oh, that's so cool. So it's yeah. actually Yo's my middle name. Oh. But my mom said, and this is a true story, she said she worked so hard to push me out that she huh. wanted her name in my name. You know, oh. she was like, I'm not just going to let your dad name you. You're going to have my name in your name. Because yeah. I had to push you out. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> he just totally stood there fair. and watched. Yep. I that's... can completely get that. <laughs> I can completely I'm just like, relate. once my daughter came out, I'm like, maybe we should just give her my maiden name twice. Just twice. call it. Collins. Jessica Collins. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's Collins, her name. Collins. My exact name. She won't have her. Ambrose will be nowhere on her. Just this wasn't you. Jessica Collins. You Collins. just received pleasure from this. I do I do have to say, it, it's life-changing for a guy that can pull his ego and put it aside to watch a woman give birth. And you really find out how much stronger women are than men. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And how useless we really, like, men are during the whole process. Like, because really, we're just standing there screaming out stupid stuff that you're already, I'm like, push, push. That's what she's doing. Yeah. She's putting, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, like, we're so useless. I'm going, push, push. She's like, yeah, no shit. That's what I'm doing. Like, we're so useless, I man. know. Poor Grayson was like, can I put on music for you? I was like, no. He's like, no. can I touch you? I'm like, don't you dare. I, I, I said I said the wrong thing when my wife was pushing. I go, be strong. Strong. And, she goes, <laughs> and she goes, like, I'm not trying to be strong. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, be strong. That, fellas, do not say be strong. Don't ever say be strong. That's so I'm funny. Like, be str- I thought it was so good. Hey, honey, be strong. <laughs> Like, I'm not trying to be strong. Like, oh, my God. oh, no, I told Evan before we went in, uh, went to the hospital when we were like prepping. I'm like, the only thing you can say to me is that I'm amazing. And that why do I look so beautiful doing this? You're a <laughs> goddess. Why, why, this is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. I'm like, don't tell me to do anything. Just stand behind me. Rub my back unless I give you a wave, which is like, do not I'll touch me. Yeah. I, did y'all push it out fast? No, neither. Really? Of us did. My wife so. three pushes. <gasps> 
Really? And this oh. is number one. This is number one. They were Shock. like, how long was her labor? So here's what happened. All right. She went in at two, had the baby by six, but she could have had it like an hour and a half earlier. But we wow. had to hold off because the doctor was like, oh, it'll like because they if we got there at 2 a.m., they thought the baby was going to be like 11 or noon. Yeah. But it came how, out. How, how long was she in labor before you went to the hospital? Do you remember? She sat in a tub for yeah. like an hour. Yeah. So when we got there, she was three centimeters. Yeah. But then in 30 minutes from getting there, she opened up to like six or seven. Oh, yeah. That's, centimeters. Like, that's fast. Wow. It's fast. And the baby, it, it was the most scariest thing in our life. The baby, I guess, I, I'm not saying this right, but it kind of got caught in an air pocket mm. because she opened up so fast and it moved down. So I saw its heartbeat. Literally, I oh, saw yeah. a nurse run in. Oh, she no. puts me against the wall and says, "We're go- everything's fine. It's about to get crazy. She hits a button. 15 nurses run in. Oh, it's like crazy. It's like an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, my God. And you're in full panic. Yes. I mean, I'm like, what's happening? They won't tell me what's happening. I saw my wife get turned all kinds of because they had to get the baby back up. Oh. Oh my God! So I saw my baby's heart rate go because you know when they're in the in the womb, it's like 170. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. It dropped all the way to 80, Ooh. 90. Oh my and God! And I was freaking out. And then the people at Cedars got it back up, man. And it was drama, wild. drama. Wow! Dra- I was so scared. Well, and I've heard with labors like that, like the pushing phase can go real fast. Oh yeah. Kinda- so so after that, the doctor came in. He finally came in and literally three pushes. Like the, her first, and me and the doctor are good friends, so we were talking about his son's basketball game. Yeah, when she was like in between pushes, which she did. I'm the, sure that thrilled her. She, yeah, she's so mad about that. Still, <laughs> she was like, he was like, push. So she would push, and then he goes, yeah. So my son lost this weekend. Oh and I'm going, did they lose again? And my wife's like. Thank God it was only three pushes because she would have held that over your head for the rest of your life. Oh, my God. And now that I look at it, I was like, man, like, she didn't mind at the time because what are you supposed to do? Yeah, You're in another true. world. She's so focused. You're in another it's world. true. And he was like, we should just don't even just hear. Yeah. So we were talking about basketball. And after the, after the delivery, she was like, how could you talk about basketball? <laughs> so rude. How so dare rude. you? So rude. You know that her second... Is now going to fly it's out. It's going to go fast. Oh, yeah. They said like, well, she could be walking down the street and just like, bloop, yeah. bloop. <laughs> right out. It's just like one foul step and the baby's <laughs> out. Like, like straight How up. How long are you pushing for? Two and a half Me too. hours. Me too. Two yeah. and a half hours. That's not long. I've heard women go like 24 hours. Well, no, no I was no, in no, labor no. for no. 31. No, no, no. We were in labor. Both of us were in you labor were for pushing, over a day. Like actually pushing. No, the pushing no, was no. two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. But labor was like 31. Yeah, labor was over a day. Oh my yeah. god! Wait, but oh my god, that's like awful. I was so exhausted. I've so, never. Like, so when tired. you're in labor that long, you're still having contractions all that time. Oh, What's yeah. happening? Oh, but yeah. you got the epidural, right? No. Neither of us did. Oh. <laughs> Why do y'all want the pain? That's so dumb. Don't go through the well, pain, ladies. Well, I describe it this way. Why do people do marathons or anything hard? Because it's rewarding and it's challenging. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun in a weird way. Is it? Mm. <laughs> I'll say this. My wife was good until that that it got rough. Then she's like, I'm out. Well, I'm out. I would have done. That was my plan. But but my I did have a relatively easy labor. Like the pain wasn't too crippling. Oh, to yeah. When it goes so, slower, that's a nice thing, too, is you can yeah. slowly. Now, the pushing wasn't as fun. No, but yeah. but it sounds so like your you wife. So you felt everything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the ring of fire, Michael. 
I was in a tub, so it was why a little bit my, better. Why is my nuts hurting? Right? I don't know. My whole my whole up. private area just got hot. <laughs> when you said ring of ah! My husband was like, my penis hurt for about three weeks after watching you give birth. I can't wrap my so brain around My boyfriend this. is so funny because he said like, he's like, I don't even know if I want to be in the room. I might be at the pub down mm-hmm. the street. And he would say that all the time. And I oh, was like, dumb. what the fuck? Now, when the time came, this boy was on the other side of the yeah. tub. He was like ready he was sitting mm-hmm. there watching everything go down and he caught the baby and he was like all is so involved which yeah. is actually yeah. pretty cool and i asked him after i was like were you traumatized after seeing that and he was like no didn't bother him at all it was yeah. the weirdest it's, thing the, the only thing weird about childbirth is how your head i mean the head of the kid comes out kind of flat and then it just blows up when it hits the air. It's like a balloon. That's what it was like. I'm like, ah! That's what was crazy because, you know, it comes out. I mean. Yeah. Like, you're like, like seeing flat. the little top of the head. Yeah. And then you're also seeing. I don't know if you watched everything, but you see the vagina doing crazy things you didn't know it could yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. then all of a sudden it's like. Boom. Yeah. It just <laughs> boom, shoots out. And you're like, whoa. And the doctor was just. And the doctor was like, you want to watch this? He goes, you should watch this. So, you know, we're friends. <laughs> yeah. In between basketballs. Yeah. He goes, oh. Oh, here it comes. Oh, there's the head. You want to see this? Like, All right. And so he just like he pulls oh it out, God. and I'm like, wow, that's great. It's amazing that a human comes out of a woman. I know it's been done since the beginning of time, but when you sit there and oh. watch it, that's a human it's, being. It's, it's so like wild. It's so wild. Like we were talking the other day. We're like, it's crazy because like this happens to thousands of people every day. Yeah. But when it's you, you're like, this is the wildest the only thing one that's in ever the world. happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's crazy. Did you get no. the, uh, what's it called? They call it the, um, uh, when they sew you up, but they got a Stitches? Certain, no, not the, the episiotomy. Si- no, they got a different name when they, it's, it's a new thing out. It happened about three or four years ago. It's called, it's not called the Picasso, but it's called something like that. The Picasso. It's what? a new way to stitch you up. No. I have no idea. What yeah. art form did I miss out on? I don't know. It's like, oh, no, it's called the Mona Lisa. I think it's called the Mona Lisa. Why? And I hate that. Yeah? Why? What is it? Why are they it's calling supposed it that? to stitch it up tight, tight. Oh, that's not, that's what they call the, I can't the remember what they call stitch. it. The husband stitch. And that, mm-hmm. ch- you can't do that. Doctors sometimes would do it historically and would stitch a woman up tighter than she was before, and then she has pain when. But the stitch, you want to avoid the stitch if you don't have to do it. Oh, we got the stitches. That was the reason. Could your wife? Why, could your that wife was pee the reason. Without crying, though, why my couldn't. husband was like, like wanting his like dick hurt for three weeks is because he watched the whole thing. Was like, this is beautiful. And then when they had to stitch, and then he watched me hobble around for like two months. He was like, I'm traumatized thinking about like okay. what's happening. Let's oh. get serious here. Pain. Uh, the first time y'all had sex after a baby yeah after you're all healed did you even like was it the same uh for me it felt pretty much it actually wasn't that crazy i like was anticipating it, like it was gonna be some crazy weird thing and it for yeah. me for me it wasn't no it felt like a little bit different the first time like a smidgy bit uncomfortable but it went kind of back to normal pretty fast yeah okay was your yeah. wife okay oh yeah yeah, yeah we were good yeah. i mean <laughs> day two baby we're <laughs> back at it back in the saddle <laughs> it was funny. oh man when's your second one do uh, at the beginning of December, it's coming uh, out. But they're saying, did you wait? Y'all only have one apiece, right? Yes. So they're saying the second one will possibly come a couple weeks early, just normally. Yeah. So like, I'm on standby all the time. Like, but also, like some baby, I know um someone I knew, like their first baby was like five hours quickly, came like a week early, and then their second one was like a week late, and they were in labor for like 17 hours. Oh so it's goodness. like yeah. you never know. I don't know. I think my wife is gonna just push both of these out. I mean, the she's one, like, I'm ready. She's ready. Like, and I hope it's a girl 
girl because I told her we're done. Like I, I, I ain't got time for three. Yeah, you know this is this. Oh I'm, my goodness! I don't live in Utah. I'm I not don't. To I do have that. no idea how people do do three. I don't know how people do two. I'm uh, like one is I'm think, I'm, drip, think, I'm dripping sweat constantly. Well, one, I think since our son is out of diapers now, he's potty trained. I'm ready for the yeah, next one because yeah. now is the perfect time. If they were both in diapers, oh my god! Oh no, that's yeah. a lot. That's a mission. I do think once you get a second one though, they start to grow up together and they entertain themselves. Yeah. So you yeah. think about it. You have a seven-year-old. If they're just by themselves, huh, fun. Yeah. And then, then if you have but a five-year-old... You're, the, you're you know? the entertainment all the time for a seven-year-old. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, and then yeah. if you have a second one, then you got, like, a little friend. Yeah, you got a babysitter. Yeah. Which is exactly. that, it's actually kind of funny. I'm not paying for anything. No. <laughs> She's doing everything. She started work already last year. Just right. like you, Michael. Just she like started me. at three. Four years right? old. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She's yeah. a cosmetologist. It's amazing. <laughs> it is kind of funny, though, because um, I was watching someone's Instagram story, and they just had a baby who's, like, my baby's age, eight months. And they have, like, a five-year-old daughter, and she's, like, playing with that baby all the time and I'm like that's why I need to have a second kid because I am so damn bored of stacking up the same little blocks and knocking them over for Mm -hmm. my eight month Mm -hmm. old and doing the same little boring games I, I'm not gonna lie. I do not like the baby stage. You don't like the. Ba- I don't like it. It's See, not my thing. Mm-mm. Nah. I once they hit like two. That's fun. It's uh, amazing. They start once talking. They, once, they start like now when my son will look at me and go, um, you know, like the other day, uh, I said I was leaving for comedy, and uh, I said Daddy'll be back on Sunday. And Sunday we go to Disneyland. I go, what day do we go? He goes Sunday. And I go, <laughs> oh, where are we going? Disneyland. <laughs> And then I go, I love you. And he goes, I love you, daddy. And I'm like, oh, oh no. Melting inside. Oh, that's when what you, you get the for. I love you. It's just like. I love like, you, daddy. Oh, oh, my oh, my God. It makes me like, oh, it's the best thing ever. I love you, daddy. And oh then and now he's like just so sweet. And they so say sweet. funny little things too. Oh my God. Like, or they'll repeat you, which is hilarious. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. And horrifying at the same time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. When but, I see Ember like hop on the phone, like she pretends to talk on the phone, and then the way that she speaks on the phone, I'm like, oh, I'm that bossy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's walking oh, yeah. around. Just Jess like, has this video of her, and she's like, she's like, Jess goes, who are you on the phone with? And she goes, Becca, about the <laughs> podcast. And then she goes, Jess goes, who are you on the phone with? And she goes, Becca, <laughs> like that, like with this face. <laughs> I'm working, and I'm like, oh god, what, what have I done? <laughs> it's funny how the kids pick up what mm-hmm. what you are. You know, like my wife is one of the sweetest people in the world, like literally in the world. And she's all, lovely. All his kindness mm-hmm. comes from her. You know what I mean? And it's great to see that in him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just I don't want him too soft. Right. You know, so I'm there to kind of toughen him up. Even you know? it out. That's right. You gotta be you gotta be tough. Yeah. You know, my my wife, oh my goodness. She's just so How soft. How long have you guys been together? Five years. Five years. Okay. But we've been married uh going on four years. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So you met over here. Yeah, like, we met in LA. In LA, okay. On, on a random so I was hosting my mom beat breast cancer twice. So I was hosting wow. this oh, red carpet God. event with uh Sharon Osborne. And uh, oh, I'm sure there are a breast, lot of stories. Yeah, she's a breast cancer survivor <laughs> yeah. too. So I was hosting with her. We were on the red carpet. She goes, "How are you, single? You know, I'm gonna hook you up with some some people I know." I was like, "Ah, oh, good." A reporter named Shandy overheard our conversation. Goes, "I got a girl I want you to meet," mm. but she hasn't been out on a date in a while. And I go, "Uh, that, <laughs> that sounds like that sounds that doesn't sound promising at all." <laughs> yeah. You know. She goes, just just go out with her because you can't do blind dates anymore. Everybody knows what everybody looks like. Of course. So I, I called her 
because I don't believe in texting first. So I called her like a man, <laughs> left her a voicemail, which she still has. And she says that's going to pop up one day. And uh, I just asked her uh, to meet up, and she called me back. And we set up our first date the day after Valentine's Day because uh, it'd be weird on Valentine's yes, Day. Yes, so yes, yes. A lot after, of pressure. A yeah, lot of pressure. Lot of pressure. You gotta, you gotta. So, so the day after, uh, we went out and been inseparable, and we got married two years later on Valentine's Day. Oh, that's sweet. That's very sweet. It's beautiful. So you owe Sharon Osborne. No, Truly. Shandy. But well, it started Shandy with, bringing, sh- yes, but it's Sharon, Sharon brought, it brought it up. Shandy connected so, the So dog. what we're learning right like today is that Lindsay Lohan and Sharon Osborne are like the nucleus of all yeah, things. Yes. Of really. my life. Yes. <laughs> of my life. Sharon and Lindsay Lohan are the nucleus. They're really of the life. DNA of your oh, life. Yeah. Yeah. Without them, I'm nothing. Oh, <laughs> Truly. Truly. I don't I, owe it to my parents. No. The man I am today no. is because of no, Sharon and Lindsay, had, man. They just had sex and had me. But Sharon and Lindsay. They really defined who that, you are. That, you know, they made me the man I am today. Yes. Like, literally, they did. Um, okay, so, Michael, you and your gorgeous wife are talking about your little your little boy. Now you're expecting another yes. one. Don't know if it's a girl or boy. Oh, my God. Um, but having a child is one of the most incredible things, if not the most the most incredible thing I've ever experienced. Um, But it is absolutely life-altering. There aren't many decisions bigger than having a child, but for many women, their fertility is a big question mark. And especially now, a lot of women are having children later in life because we're running the world, but biology hasn't changed, and we need tools to understand the future of our fertility, which is why we want to chat with you about modern fertility. If you want information about your ability to get pregnant, uh, you should try out modern fertility. It's a quick and easy hormone test you take at home, whether you're thinking of trying for a baby now or just want to know about your options for the future and after you send your test back out your results are delivered within 10 days and your personalized dashboard will give you insight into how many eggs you can have your hormone levels and any reproductive red flags and proactive testing through your doctor can cost over a thousand dollars but with modern fertility you get the same information for just 159 dollars and this is not just for people who are wanting to have a baby asap this is such a great tool for women who aren't even thinking about having a kiddo in the near future. You're able to take a test, get a reading on where your body is at fertility-wise for the future. Listen, knowledge is power, and when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, your health, and your future. Um, I wish I would have had modern fertility before Evan and I got pregnant with Ember. We were planning on waiting for a little while, but if I would have known more about my hormone levels and all that, I might have used different forms of contraception. But now, I just sent in my modern fertility test because I want all that info in case we do get pregnant or want to try to get pregnant again in the near future. And right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. That's $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash chatty. Modernfertility.com slash chatty. Speaking of babies, did you have any weird cravings when you were pregnant? I don't remember. Apples. Applesauce, <laughs> apple juice, apples. I ate like three a day. That's very strange. I but know, delicious but and it's healthy. healthy. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? You know what? Not really anything. Yeah. Mm, yeah I had aversions. Yeah. No arugula. No arugula. Did your, <laughs> did your wife have any cravings? Right now, it's the most disgusting candy. <laughs> it's, it's um, what are those red? They look like fish. The little red fishes. Oh, Swedish fish? Yeah. Well, those are delicious. I don't like them, but she is like That's a monster. She's a monster. <laughs> she like, may literally give birth to a Swedish fish. <laughs> Not real fish, but Swedish fish. <laughs> <laughs> like, she loves those. What else does she eat? Anything sweet. Huh. 
Like like any any bread, any carbs, any anything. Um, bread, like, carbs, girl, definitely. you carbs. go for sure. Well, I didn't have any specific cravings, but I was always hungry. Yes. So <laughs> I have that in common. I'd come home and there would be nothing, nothing I could scrounge up creatively, and I would end up ordering something that I would regret later because of heartburn and all yeah. that fun stuff. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. How I wish for the ease if I would have had HelloFresh. Well, I'm still hungry all the time. Eight months yeah, postpartum. Yeah, you breastfeeding so. clean. Yeah, you're burning all those <laughs> yeah. all those calories and all that food. Introducing HelloFresh, America's w- number one meal kit where you get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. You can say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and take out food. HelloFresh has got you covered, and there's something for everyone. From family recipes to gourmet and vegetarian and fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers, HelloFresh actually has more five-star recipes than any other meal kit. So you know you'll get something delicious, and they're flexible. You can add extra meals to your weekly order, as well as add-ons like garlic bread, okay, and cookie dough. Okay. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Hello, um, fresh. <laughs> Hello, fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I get the family recipe and the one that I made was actually the craft burgers that you were talking about. Oh. And apparently it was so good that my husband and child ate their own and then mine while I was on a phone call with my mother. So I didn't even get to try it, but apparently they were delicious. Yeah, so. uh, but the next day I made the carnitas tacos and yes, I can say 100% approved. So good. And so, so simple. Um, I've tried numerous boxes like this and I think this one has to be the easiest one, um, which for non chefs like me, we say thank you so much, HelloFresh. And we have a deal for you. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash Chatty80 and enter Chatty80. It's like receiving eight meals free. $80 off yeah. your first month of HelloFresh. All you have to do is go to HelloFresh.com slash Chatty80 and enter code Chatty80. Oh, Did you, you say Chatty80? Chatty80, chatty baby. HelloFresh. <laughs> HelloFresh. Hello that I better be it. a top performing ad. That's I right. Know. Hello. My goodness. It better be. We got Michael Yo's voice in That's it. That's right. On. Now, come on, man. You got it. Big money. Big is money. With big that. money, Michael. Okay, we didn't. <laughs> I like that. Big money, Mike. That's my new name when I'm on That's this show. That's your hotel name. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Big money, big Michael. Money, Michael. Hey. That's how Craig brings you up. Big money, Michael. <laughs> I like that. Big money, Michael. I like it. That's anytime I'm on this podcast, it's big, big Mi- money, Michael. Big money, Michael. <laughs> I like that. We yeah. should come up with nicknames for all. I guess you should. I know. And they only have those names on your podcast. I like that. I like that. Also, a lot. I have a question that we always forget our, to ask our guests now. Death row. What would be your last meal? Oh my pizza. What kind of pizza? Pepperoni sausage with uh, black olives from and where? some arugula. Say, say the right answer, Michael, please. From where? No, her right, she wants a Chuck E. Cheese pizza as her last Oh my meal. God, that's disgusting. <laughs> it's like, delicious. What Chuck E. Cheese pizza? Oh, she yeah. clearly doesn't value her life. No, like. <laughs> I never said I did. <laughs> wait, Chuck E. Cheese. That, you know what? I remember my parents used to take me to Chuck E. Cheese, but now when I go there, because Oliver loves the mm-hmm, game. Yeah. The the robot animatronic horrifying. they're so horrifying uh-huh. yeah like they look evil like yeah. they look possessed and I'm like my son is like oh look at the animatronic and I'm like wow this is disgusting well and now and now the guy that runs out and in that new smells. Chuck E Cheese outfit it's like a whole different like Chuck E Cheese tell me who <laughs> I'm said. sorry what? what I don't know what you guys are talking about Ruth is only eight months old so like they have like their Chuck E Cheese mascot and then they have a guy run out like every you know two hours and dressed as Chuck E. Cheese oh, and dance, yeah. but it's not the original Chuck E. Cheese. It's a new, like, very, like, spindly Chuck E. Cheese that doesn't look like he's been fed. 
<laughs> it used to Very be kind of chubby. Yeah, chubby. it was like, this guy's eating a lot of They're cheese rebranding. in his pizza. He's <laughs> living his life. Like, he's happy. He's playing games. He's eating. And now this guy's like, it's wow. healthy pizza. This is yeah, Chucky like vegan my, cheese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan. It what? really, really well, I mean, busts the mood. Who in that company was like, all right, we're going to open a restaurant, <laughs> but we need a mascot. <laughs> Let's let's make the mascot the thing you never want to see in a restaurant. A rat. <laughs> a rat. Like, how does that even make sense? And every hour, someone dresses a rat, <laughs> comes a rat. and runs around. It starts eating your pizza. Start nibbling at your pizza. Ew! And then put droppings all over the place and runs back. <laughs> and like, chucking, like, gold coins at kids. I remember... <laughs> But it's the worst thing. Your restaurant That's and your disgusting. mascot is a mouse that yeah. runs around once an a hour. Rodent. That's a rodent. That's disgusting. Yeah. I hate mice and rats. I'm just going to say they terrify me. They're disgusting. Yeah. And so does Chuck E. Cheese. My sister got hand, foot, mouth disease at Chuck E. Cheese. Hand, oh. foot, mouth? What is that? Oh, oh. has your, oh, it's bad. Hand, foot, it's mouth disease? Well, yeah. Little kids, like toddlers, it, it can run rampant through daycares and stuff mm-hmm. because basically it's just this like, it's bacteria? not. It's bacteria. Yeah. Disease sounds very dramatic, I mean, but they can get hospitalized for it. It's this bacteria infection that gives the, you a rash on your inside your mouth and your hands and your feet. And your feet. And they're super. It's super uncomfortable for the kids. And they got a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, that's <laughs> that place is evil. <laughs> and our next sponsor is Chuck E. Cheese. Charges and Chuck E. Cheese follows us. No, this is ruined the funny now. thing. Chuck E. Cheese, Best Western, and Stay in Play or whatever. Yes, it says. stay. What is it? Stay in sleep. Stay in sleep. sleep. I, I just stay, made it up. I don't stay in play. <laughs> I don't know what that establishment is, sir. <laughs> that's a strange combination between Best Western and Chuck E. Cheese. That sounds illegal. <laughs> Now, here's what cracks me about Chuck E. Cheese is that Jess takes, I'll see on your Instagram story. Now, as a child, I only went to Chuck E. Cheese for like birthdays. birthdays. Yeah, me too. Go ahead. Jess. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. She takes her daughter on like Tuesday mornings. Oh, absolutely. Which one do you go to? I'm a psychopath. The Eagle Rock one. Like, you're proud of this, too. Oh, like I'm like, you and a, five I'm like other a member. Yeah. I'm a member? Yeah. I have a membership. 11 a.m. They on a Thursday. They let me go in the back. Oh. Okay. Well, you get to hang out with the rat. <laughs> I know him on a name. <laughs> a first name basis, Charles it and I. Yeah, <laughs> because on your story, you'll post the little sketch. You know how you can get the little photo oh, sketch yeah. of you and, and Ember? Oh, and yeah. I'm like, there they are at Chuck and Cheese on a Monday Listen, again. I got a couple tips. Guess when it's not crowded on a Monday morning. She runs that place to the ground. Also, if you go in the afternoon sometime, you can get a beer. They serve beer there. So I Shut run around with my serious? little my beer and I watch my kid. They have and then, alcohol there? I suppose they yeah. have to. They have, have to. to. This is the only way that we can sedate ourselves, yeah. honestly. <laughs> but no, she, she loves it. And I remember her second birthday, I threw it at Chuck E. Cheese. And at this point, all these parents in my life were throwing these like Instagram gorgeous yeah. Birthdays, oh, yeah. like, and I sent out Ember's invites, and I was like, Chuck E. Cheese Chuck- and Mission Viejo, and everyone was like, uh, Oh God! Excuse me, did they show up? <laughs> they showed up, and you know what? Her birthday was more fun than all their other birthdays <laughs> right. because we weren't taking any pictures. We were just that's all the kids want. We is were creepy all animatronic their kids, characters. They were they left with their bellies full with hand, foot, mouth disease. <laughs> <laughs> I give you hand, foot, mouth disease. Have a great Happy day. birthday, we don't, Amber. We don't give goodie bags at this birthday. We just leave you with hand, foot, mouth. <laughs> 
You should you, just start taking her to Dave and Buster's. Like oh, oh, I'm actually, you know what? If there was one around the corner, I'd be there every single day. I'd be like, Mama's getting trashed at three. We can do tequila shots here. There you go. You know? oh, hey, nothing wrong with that. Oh, boy. Do you, do you take her to Disney ever? You know what? I used to. I used to live in Orange County. Oh, and then okay. I would That's take so her to close. Disneyland all the time. Now it's like, it's just Mission. so crowded. Yeah. yeah, I just moved to Long Beach, actually. So it's only like. Why? Uh, for I a number Long of Beach. reasons. So, <laughs> wait, so the, the aquarium is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Long Beach. Okay. No. The funny thing is, is <laughs> I've never heard anything anybody say a bad thing about living in Long no, Beach. I, I, I go up. They have a laugh factory up there, yeah. so I go up there. But it's beautiful. Well, here's why. It's so far. Here's why. One, uh, my boyfriend actually just opened a rock climbing gym in Long Beach. Oh, Long gorgeous. Beach Rising. It's beautiful. Go check it out, everyone. Um, She's throwing up peace signs. Yeah. She said for some reason. I don't know how. What's that have to do with rock climbing? But He's it's like, beautiful. Go check out its gym. <laughs> Instagram it. Tell your friends. I don't know. And then uh, that's what I do. And I'm like, I don't know. It's an ad. And then also, we can afford a house in Long Beach. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. So that's the there thing. You go. Those are the two reasons. That's yeah. the thing. It is kind a of house a close bitch to the and beach. a half. Yes, less than a mile away. Mm-hmm. What that's is the act- beach? Yeah, from our new place, which that's is great. like we could not afford to live in Santa Monica. So or you don't need to come to town a lot, except to do the pod. Just to record. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. See, I want to get to that level. Yeah, mm-hmm. where I don't need to be in town because I. But would it's actually, close enough, you know. It's like yeah. forty-five minutes on yeah. the weekend. I would live in a different state if I didn't have to be like. To me, I don't know yeah. how anyone lives in like. Hollywood or Studio City oh. where I live. If you're not in the industry and in making significant money, like why would you want to live I, there? You I, know, you know it's know. it's the dream. It is. It's the dream. I I'd guess, ship my people. ass out to Nashville in two seconds if I could. Nashville. I need the beach mm-hmm. nearby. I love Nashville. I love it. I like being I've landlocked. <laughs> You've never been to Nashville? Mm. Oh, it's oh my so god! Fantastic. I did go to Austin for the first time in June, it's and great. I loved it. Yeah, I lived in Austin for six years. I it's lo- fantastic. Oh, it's, it's expensive great. now, though. Oh, it is. Everywhere's even Nashville. Now it's expensive. Yeah, it's getting so up there. So yeah. I've heard. But, so uh, I, I just Long Beach. Yeah, that's a that's a cool area. I I just want to like get that one LA job where you come in three four months a year. Mm-hmm. You shoot it because I'm not trying to be Seacrest and own everything. Yeah, I just want to be very comfortable for the rest of my life. And, and <laughs> I'm not asking for much. I'm not asking. I just, just want to be carried around. I just don't want to ever work again. Yeah. You know? I don't want my feet to ever touch the floor, ever. That's That's ever, ever. I want to be carried everywhere I go. Uh, so once I reach that level, I just want to move to like somewhere where I can fly in. Yeah. And then fly right back out. Something like that. Casual private jet right off, baby. You know, know, get that tax break. Mm -hmm. It pays for itself. My private jet would be Southwest. But okay. (laughs) I like that. Southwest. Sponsored by Southwest. Sponsored by Southwest. I'm not the sponsor of the show. I like Virgin Airlines. It's a good one. Well, it went out of business, but okay. Yeah. What did it do? Get? It's now uh, JetBlue. That's yeah. what I was going to say. JetBlue. Jet That's amazing. what I meant to say. JetBlue's Jet fantastic. fantastic. It's amazing. And I missed my flight, and they gave me a free one two hours later. Because you missed your flight? I was just like, I missed my flight. I need something else. And they give it no I'm charge. I'm my flights. Wow. <laughs> and no charge. But do you think that's because later. you're, you're you know, a celebrity? No. It was just some random guy at the check-in counter. And I was like, I missed my flight. I need to get a new flight. And he's like, okay, I'll set you up on the 1030 flight. And I was like, okay, what's the fee? And he's like, there is none. You're like, what's the catch? What's yeah. the catch? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like a couple hundred bucks, I would guess, at the least. And he was just like, no, you're, you're good. Blue. Have you ever flown... Burbank to New York on JetBlue is the no. best flight ever. That sounds fantastic. You don't have though? to deal with LAX. You just Burbank to uh, New York. JFK. But you know, everyone complains about LAX. I've never had it. I get there 15 oh. minutes before my flight and I'm I'm out. This girl 
This oh, girl no. shows LAX up moments before. You moments cannot do before. that now. Well, you're, I do it all the time. No, I just did it last month. <laughs> really? Moments. I've done it like five times in the past year. Do you Uber or what do you do? Or no, you... my boyfriend just drops me off. But and... she's also kind of one of those people that like, <laughs> it just kind of works. Like if I showed up, I show up three hours before and they're like, it's not long enough. <laughs> Go Your back. flight's gone. It yeah. already left. It left early. Like, but, you know what I mean? it's three hours away. Yeah, we know yeah. it. It didn't like you. <laughs> I'm like, no, I get there 10 minutes before. I'm like, oops, oh shit, gotta run. And then I get there and they're like, they're boarding late. And I'm like, oh okay, my cool. <laughs> I don't want to get on first when they start boarding anyway. Fuck that. I, I wait until the very last person is gone on. So and then do you I have go. a carry on or anything? Yeah, I only do carry on. I do not like checking bags. Yeah, I have to check bags because. Me oh. too. Yeah, because when you tour, you got to bring <laughs> merch. Like, what's your? Oh, okay, merch. <laughs> oh no, all my clothing. <laughs> you know, my, I have my, a large wardrobe. That's right. You know, you, you do a three different outfits in one <laughs> set right. at night. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, I change a uh, quick outfit. Change. A quick outfit <laughs> I don't know if you know, I'm the Jennifer Lopez of uh, comedy. (laughs) It's amazing. He brings Craig out. Craig like puts that like nice magician cape in front of him. Does a and Michael's in a fully different outfit. (laughs) You know those coattails you were talking about. Hey everybody! Yeah, my top hats, my scarves, my my boots. (laughs) No, I gotta check it. Merch bag. You know how you bring merchandise. Okay, so let's talk comedy. Okay, so you were so you're doing entertainment. Yes, and then you. We didn't even get past. Miami. So you're a DJ so in Miami. Miami. I got a, I got a job offer. So the president of E at the time, his name was Ted Harbor. He was in town because his daughter was thinking about going. If the story's true, what it's been passed down to me, his daughter was thinking of going to UM. Okay. And I, since I have a big radio show, they were mm-hmm. listening to me. And at that time, I was interviewing Nick Lachey right when he broke up with Jessica Simpson. Oh, Everybody shit. was trying oh, to get this tea. interview, yeah. but he was in town, so he did it for me. Oh, and he, shit. He, I'm the only interview he did about it. So they overheard that on the radio, uh-huh. and they were like, this guy he has a great personality, blah, blah, blah. Let's, let's check him out. I get a call a couple days later uh, from casting. Uh, Maureen Brown, and it was Tiffany, and Annie Roberts, who's still at E. And they were like, they flew in Miami, put me on tape. And then uh, first they offered me a reality show back in the day because I had a crew of guys and we were in Miami. Oh, yeah. But, you know, that didn't work out. But they were like, we want you to work for the network. Uh So literally in six months, no TV experience. Now I'm on TV on the Daily 10. And then from the Daily 10, Chelsea Lately came on. So Chelsea... The whole idea with Chelsea was the roundtable. They wanted three comedians and me on it to... uh, I had to not be a comedian because I wasn't at the time. I was supposed to tell the facts of the story. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then they would trash on them. But since I worked for E!, I couldn't trash on because I had to interview these people. Yeah. So, oh, so you just why, had to smirk while smirk. they're just trash. So yeah. So oh, they would cute. trash me for because de- I was defending the celebrity. I go, they would dog like whoever. And I go, well, actually, they sold fifty million dollars at the box office. They were like, ah, yeah. oh, shut up, you. Can-. So Chelsea called me a kiss celebrity kiss ass. So she would always pick on me because I had to defend the celebrity yeah. a little bit. So three years into Chelsea, she uh, she's fabulous. Oh my she's god, amazing, incredible. She's, you should have her on your podcast. Oh, I'd love to have I'd her on the podcast. Up, Michael? <laughs> Maybe so. Well, she would be great on this podcast. But what's great is uh, about three years in, everywhere I flew to interview celebrities, people go, where are you performing? Where are you performing? I wasn't a stand-up, but I was associated with stand-up. Yeah. yeah because yeah. I'm on a show with a bunch of comedians. So one day I tweeted, I think I'm going to try stand-up. The next day I was on Chelsea. And she goes, yeah, I read your fucking tweet. <laughs> you think you could just try stand-up? It's that easy? 
And I'm so naive and yeah. caught up in the moment. I go, yeah, because uh, it oh, doesn't look that oh, hard. Shit. You're making my heart race oh, right shit. now. The anxiety. Oh, no. No, but see, here's I come from a different place where I'll, I'm from radio. I'm used to making I, painting pictures with just words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see me? It's a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have full confidence. Oh, that I okay, can do it. so you're like, yeah, if I can roll with this on radio, like I'm yeah, gonna shred. If I can make people laugh me. on radio, yeah. I can do it here. So uh, everybody dogged me, which is like I, pretty fair assumption. Oh, absolutely, it, like, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But they don't know the history of sure, me. You yeah. know, they just see me on that show get made fun of, and I don't have anything funny to say back because that's not my role. Yes. If I was funny, they wouldn't even have me on the show. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I Chelsea goes, you think good for could do comedy is that, is that easy and a round table full of comedians i say the worst thing possible i go well look it doesn't look that hard <gasps> and everybody was like Whoa! Oh, so she shit. challenged me to go up on stage so two weeks later i had a radio show in miami still uh-huh. and i went up at the miami improv and i did 15 minutes my first time you did up. 15 and it, it my friend <laughs> oh my who were good God. friends he taped it not i didn't know him at the time he just tapes it so we still have it and it it was so fun and i did a bunch of crowd work and i i got really? off really i got off the stage because i'm from radio yeah I had to do, yeah, yeah yeah i hosted clubs so you kind of like killed the first I, time yeah, <laughs> it was it, it, it really really well and so i got off stage <laughs> and it was a huge applause i got off stage i called my mom and said this is what i was born to do oh it's just God. that feeling where Hollywood is a bunch of no's. Yeah. We know this. It's it's no, 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 no. But now when you become a comic, and this is something I talked to Craig about and all my friends, is that you hear no's from casting people all day, but when you know you can go up in front of 400 people mm. and get a yes, mm. you know, it kind of... An enthusiastic takes, yes. And it, yeah. That in your being you. Mm. You know, when I'm on set, like I did the Laugh Factory last night, sold out, it was amazing, crushed it. And all the no's you get, you had just had 350 people go, yes, uh-huh. we like you. Uh-huh. And a lot of actors and different people that don't do stand-up can't get that confirmation or that, you know, that, sure. hey, you're doing the right thing. But when you do stand-up. Which is what we so desperately need, which is why need. people are in entertainment in the first place. That's because right. they need people's Love affirmation. Me, Love me, please. But when yeah. you can go up on stage, you can have yeah. five bad castings, crush it at night, and yeah. you feel good about yourself. So, like, the people that just get nose all the time, it must be so tough because – until, like, you really find out in stand-up, what I love about it, it's all on you. And that stage, once it's political to get on stage, but once you're on stage, there's no racism, there's no bias. It's if you're funny, you're fucking funny. Yeah. And that's all that matters. No matter who you go before, no matter who you go after. If, you crush, if Dave Chappelle goes on before you and you crush after him and you're funny, you're funny. It does not matter. No, and nobody gives a shit yeah. who you are either. Like no. you said, you could be some guy off the street, and then when you're seeing a show, you go, oh, that guy? Yeah. I don't remember his name, but he made me laugh a ton. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's what the stage does not matter. Like, it, it doesn't care who you are. And that's what I... It's the... To me, it's the only thing that's equal in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. That everybody... Interesting, it, yeah. It's the same playing field. Everybody gets on the same stage in front of the same crowd, and you either kick ass or you don't. But guess what? It's, it's your fault, whether how it goes. Because everybody's on the same field. You know what I mean? Like yeah. bigger celebrities, they'll get that bump 
at the beginning, like the first minute, minute and a half. But then after that, you got to be. That's funny. the thing. Like I've seen a few like bigger name celebrities hop on, and you're like, oh, this is so so exciting. And, and then it's like the for after one minute, you're kind of like, oh, I feel yeah. awkward because it's not, not going funny. so hot. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, if anything, like, like Whitney it, Cummings comes up and just destroys, yeah. and you're like, well, there you go. Well, it's almost like worse sometimes with the person's famous because then you find yourself feeling bad. Because then you're like, oh, you know, like you have a higher expectation for them versus like a random person yeah, bombing. You know what I mean? It's like kind of worse. I in have a way. several big friends that and here's the tough thing is comedians of that stature, they have to try out new material. Yeah. And if you catch them on that night, you go, oh, they suck. <laughs> yeah. you know, but <laughs> but you got to get out new material, too. Yeah. So it, I, I just love comedy so much. You know, that's my thing is comedy. So after that night. Did you just like, I'm going to I was saying this? 100%. Wow. Because the thing, man, it's just you can control your own destiny. Mm-hmm. I have friends that I, I've seen make $3,000 a weekend in comedy now that make four or $500,000 a weekend wow. in comedy. So oh, I've seen that. You know what I mean? I've seen Joe Coy where he was not Joe Coy today, but now he's selling 50,000, 60,000 tickets in Hawaii, you know, where these guys are making million dollars where they don't take TV gigs because they would make a lot less money. <laughs> you know, wow. they're yeah. controlling their own destiny. Yeah. And what I love, and this is the same about podcasting too, which you, you, you already know, is what's great about your stand-up audience and podcast audience, that's your people. Yeah, mm-hmm. your writer dies. That's your writer yep. dies. It's like if you blow up in stand-up, you have those people for the rest. Like, you never have to worry about bills the rest of your life. There's no acting job. There's no any job in the world does that besides, like, podcast. We'll see how long podcasting lasts. Hopefully mm-hmm. it lasts forever. But I know in stand-up, like Joe Coy right now, Sebastian, uh, Bill Burr, uh, you can go on and on and on. They're set for the rest of their lives because their people going to roll with them till they die. Okay, I got I got a question about that, but first I want to yeah. take a little break right oh, here. Oh yes, okay. So um, speaking of creating your own destiny, we've been busy bees over here. <laughs> um, Becca has also been moving, adopting three animals, raising a baby, starting school, <laughs> new city, yeah. casual, you know, yeah. um, but still has everyday life where you got to send things sometimes. And honestly, who has or wants to give the time no. to dedicate to a post office trip when you're busy? No. No, no, we no. say nay. No, thank you. Which is why we use stamps.com. Ding! It's one of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses. Stamps.com eliminates trips to the post office and saves you money with discounts that you actually can't even get at the post office. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. post office right to your computer. Whether you're selling a, whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Check it out. It's so easy. You just use your computer, print out official U.S. postage 24-7, for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. And once your mail is ready, you just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in a mailbox. That's it. It could not be more simple. And on top of it all with Stamps.com, you get five cents off of every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah. Not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Listen. You want to impress your parents with a Christmas gift? Give them this membership. They'll be like, oh, my God, who is this adult that cares about improving our mail habits, our time, and our financial freedom? (laughs) You can promise to start sending letters back and forth to your mom, and you know it'll be simple. Let's start that again. Let's start sending letters again. It's easy now. 
Yeah, or just people. Let's start writing love letters out to random people. Let's just Let's start do doing this. With stamps.com, it's easy. Stamps.com is a no-brainer. Saves you time and money. It's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use stamps.com. And right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in chatty. That's stamps.com, enter chatty. So my question was, uh, you were talking about people being your ride or dies no matter what yeah. if you're in comedy. What about um, now with, I've heard about a number of different comedians about like they said something wrong, they're canceled, political correctness, oh, yeah, that, all of that. Does that actually affect okay. people's fan base? Like is that an actual thing that can like destroy someone? I don't, if they're your ride or dies, unless you say something just so insane insane yeah. usually your rider dies your rider dies and as long as you explain it to those people because <laughs> when when you apologize for something your rider dies get it yeah as long as it's an apology sure. like my thing doing stand-up is you know like i have a special blazing out right mm-hmm. now on amazon prime and my thing is anything i say in that special i i take yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if you get offended by anything in it, it's me. And I believe that a lot of times freedom of speech is taken away from the other side. Like, anytime somebody... Of the audience, a, or do you mean uh, of the... I, from both. Okay. I think if I'm able to say something, you are able to voice your opinion back. Where a lot of people see it, if you got mad at something I say, you hear a lot of people in the press or wherever go, well, they're trying to take away my freedom of speech of saying whatever. By a person saying that, that means they're taking away your freedom uh, of speech saying you're something You're not back. allowed mm-hmm. to have an opinion about opinion, what you said. About what yeah. I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But That's I should be able point. to say whatever I want to say, but you shouldn't be able to come R- back at me. or Because even, I have the right to say this, which doesn't mean... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. You're just using your right to go to that advertiser and go, you know what? You shouldn't advertise with them. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I believe freedom. That's, of, that's a, I like that. I think I like freedom of speech gets messed up because we don't see it from both sides. Like uh-huh. you hear all the time anchors on news channels. Oh, sponsorships are pulling out. And then you'll hear that anchor go, well, they're trying to take away my freedom of speech. And you're like, no, no, you're free to say what you want. And they're free, free to, to not to agree right. with it. And as long as we're clear on that, that's how I stand uh-huh. on it. Like mm-hmm. anything I say on stage. Hey, I'll take it. And I'll never apologize. You will never hear me <laughs> apologize because I'm not that type of comic anyway. But everything I do say. You mean it? I mean it. Yeah. I mean it. And the only time I, I could apologize, I guess, if I, I, I mean, if I meant it when I said it on stage, but then I realized that it was bad. Or that it didn't represent how you really felt about something. Exactly. Maybe. Because you got to understand, it's like uh, like podcasting. Like, you can take out and put in whatever you want. When you're live on stage or a live talk show, a lot of times you're trying to make conversation. Right. Or you're trying to do your bit or you're trying to work on new material. Mm -hmm. Somebody will catch one line you say out of an hour show and go, well, look at this. They, They were making fun of such and such, such and such. And a lot of reporters go to comedy shows and then write articles no way. People. Really? Oh, oh yeah. that's very horrifying. <laughs> yeah, Dave, Ch- Dave Chappelle says it in his like uh, like. But here's the thing about those reporters: like you're looking at Dave Chappelle work on material. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's like you writing uh, your first draft of what you're going to turn into the newspaper, and them going, "Well, you misspelled this. You this isn't this isn't right. You're stupid." Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. That's not your final draft. So all these people going to a comedy like see any com- comic perform until it's a special the night they're shooting this special 
it's rough drafts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the final draft is a comedy special. So they shouldn't be judged on the rough draft. They should be judged on the special. Well, it's also interesting because I saw one time this comedian... Very shitty comedian. Very late, <laughs> very late night show. And that's okay. what I was offended you know, by. Like, like ten people in the room. Okay. But he made an interesting point. He was making horrible jokes. Like it was horrible. Terrible. Oh, but like just real bad. Like you know, racial slurs, all yeah. this kind of stuff. Just getting real crazy with it. And I was like, oh my god. But then this guy goes, he's like, none of you are laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually one of my favorite shows I've ever seen. He's like, none of you are laughing. He's like, why? Is it wrong for me to say that? And then he goes, when you go to see comedy, you should be able to laugh at things you're not allowed to laugh at at the water cooler at work. And like, well, I don't totally agree with it. I was like, the guy's kind of got a point. Oh, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. and not saying you should laugh at awful things, but it's sort of like your permission to like let loose and like laugh at things that like tee aren't you're not supposed to laugh at. I, I mm -hmm. agree with that, but then I the argument I have against comedians at times is sometimes I've seen comedians that are not as polished uh -huh. or professional, they just say mean shit on stage just to just say Just to get it. a rise. Just right. to say it. And there's no joke behind it. They just want to say something mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no professionalism behind that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. That So that's where I get mad when comics do that. And when they get taken to task, I'm like, good. Yeah. Because you had no concept behind that. Yeah. Well, isn't that just like kind of like the lady, lazy lady and the lazy comedian bit? Like, wasn't Jerry Seinfeld who talks about like, yeah, try doing that without swearing now? Yeah, but or the, something but like the that. whole like the comedians look. As we get older, we always think where we grew up was better than. Sure. And I think a lot of older comedians right now, they're going, well, you know, when I was growing up, is that. And I get it because I do that with music today. I'm like, rap music was way better than it is today. So sure. I do the same things in different at, at different times. I think what I love about stand up today, as opposed to back in the day, stand up today is more storytelling. You know, mm. like you could talk about your family, but really get into it in mm -hmm. deep. Rather on than it. like mm -hmm. one liners. One like liner. That's exhausting to me. Like I, I can't watch a comic that does one liners more than fifteen minutes. I'm just exhausted. Mm -hmm. I'm exhausted. But that was the thing back then. It's like, hey, take my wife, please. <laughs> yeah, boom. Yeah. You know, it's like it was like boom, 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 boom. That's exhausting to me. But I respect it. Uh -huh. I respect yeah. people that can do that because I could never do that. What I love doing is getting people emotionally involved in the show. I would rather leave, I would rather audience leave and go, I love that dude and what he stands for and he's funny rather than just, he's funny. Mm -hmm. You know, because mm -hmm. I've always said it, I, I, I believe uh, stand-up comedy, the thing about stand-up is people outgrow your jokes, but they don't outgrow you. Mm. So if they have an attachment to Connection, you, yeah. they'll they'll roll with you for the rest of your life. And yeah. that's and that's what I, Joe Coy was my mentor, and that's what he's taught me. So, you know, I've seen it work for him, so that's my game plan, too. You get them involved with you in your life yeah. and be real. Yeah. And then if they love you, they love you. And if they don't, those people go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know. I guess there could be downsides to that, too, though. If you're talking about your family intimately, like your relationship, all that oh, kind yeah. of thing. Oh. like. Well, my wife, people I was going to say, your wife ever get oh, mad? Oh, she gets guidelines. <laughs> like, uh, nothing in bed. Yeah. The only thing Fair. I could talk about was, like, our, uh, the first night we, like, when we got married. Uh -huh. You know, I talked about, like, she told me to do the helicopter. Like, <laughs> spin it around and stuff. So she let me... <laughs> She got freaky that night. It was our wedding night. Yeah, I walk it's into a the room. Yeah, I walk in the room. I start taking off my clothes. She goes, "Do the helicopter, spin it around." I'm like, "Who are you?" And I'm standing there. <laughs> <spinning>. <laughs>
filming it the whole time without you being aware. She's like, I can't wait to like, make him watch this 40 years into our marriage. I know, right? Oh my God. So that was, that was a crazy night. So, uh, yeah, but anything in the bedroom or like, my wife is very sensitive and mm. so sweet. So I, I don't talk about, I talk about her, but I don't talk about her. I, I have jokes about like the things I'm coming up now is about the second kid, mm-hmm. you know, and how my mom, she thinks is a girl. So like I named my son after my dad. So my mom is always around the house. Like, Hey, so, you know, you name <laughs> your name boy after father, maybe if girl, you name, you know, after me. <laughs> I'm like, no, your name is K-U-M, Mom. Your name's Cum. I'm not naming my daughter Cum, Mom. That's disgusting. I can't name my daughter Cum. That's, I mean, can you imagine your kid named Cum? Hey, Cum! Come here. Hey, Cum! Stop! Cum! Hey, stop it, Cum! Like, that's my mom's name. I grew up with a mom named Cum. How messed up is that? Oh, my goodness. And my dad, it's a true story. My dad would make, like, my parents have a very, um, they love to crack jokes on one another. I was going to say, are they, like, oh, funny? Oh, they're one-uppers. Yeah. They're one-uppers. So my dad, <laughs> when I was young, it, he knew it would embarrass me that my mom's name was come, but he never told my mom what her name meant because he thought it was <gasps> funny. And so my oh, mom had no idea. She had no idea? No idea. And she, my dad would make me introduce her to people. <laughs> so he'd be like, go ahead, son, introduce your mama. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hi, my mom's name is Cum. And, and everybody, same expression. Everybody go, what? And I go, yeah. And my mom was like, I'm Cum. I'm like, oh, my God. So my mom, if you ever see my mom, like, it's so weird. I hear my, oh my wife, God. her parents, everybody that meets my mom. Oh, how you doing, Cum? Oh, great. I got great. Oh, oh my. so bad. That's Cum awesome. Cum, oh no, it's not God. awesome. No one in the world would ever name their daughter Cum. She's Grandma Cum. She's grandma it's cum. Old, she's old cum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Well, oh my god. What well, a way to wrap an episode. Right? Well, speaking of um your family, yes. you have your comedy special out. Yes. Yeah, my comedy special Blazing on Amazon Prime. I mean, it's doing great. It's uh since it came out, man, it's really changed the game for me in stand up. People are coming out in big flocks to my show. So I re- it's family friendly. Yeah. Now when I talk okay, let me say family, <laughs> Let me preface family friendly. I, I talk about my family. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. There are, it's not family friendly like, hey, it's squeaky clean. It's bring not, your five year old. Yeah, no, don't do that. But there are a few curse words, but it's about family and about bringing people together through comedy. No politics. So if you want to just that. get away from politics, it's in that. And, do you uh, do that as a rule? Do you not? Do you stay away from politics? You know, yeah, because I don't. Uh, I'm not good at it. Like yeah. I know everything about politics because I like to keep up with it, but I don't feel when people come to see me, I feel like they come to get away from that. You yeah, know, sure. they just want to laugh. I want to bring people together through comedy rather than divide. Yeah, I feel yeah. there's so many comedians that do that way better than I could. So I just want to stick to me and my story. Mm-hmm. Now I can already tell it's inside me yeah. that. Since I have a son and another kid coming, I want the world to be right. Yeah. So I haven't come out like, like when there's wrong stuff happening, I can see myself talking about the wrong stuff, address trying to make it, yeah. it address it, but make it not politics. Sure. Like this is wrong. 
I don't want my kid dealing with that. So I can see my comedy going that way. Sure. But not You're not my... gonna make like Donald Trump jokes. No, like, right, no, no, right. no. I wouldn't make but I, I would take something he's doing sure. and say, look, I don't like this. Yeah. And it has nothing to do, I won't even mention his name, yeah. but I, I could see in the future, because now it's about your kids. Yeah. It's so weird how like you just you just become selfless as a parent. Like, like I've thought many times that, you know, when we're in public places, like, you know, I look for exits and all that. Because today's Absolutely. a crazy world. Oh, always. And it's always. like, I know for sure, 100%, I would jump in front of my wife and kid in a heartbeat. Like, I yeah. would say, like, it's so weird how we're, I'm in an industry where it's all you and it's all being cocky and, you know, all about yourself, where once you become a father, Your you learn that stupid. Mm-hmm. It's like all about them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I know this is going to sound very dark, but I know my kids' life, like, if it came down to that, my kids' lives would be way better off with the, her in it than oh. me. So that's why I'm willing to yeah. sacrifice my life for them. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't know that sounds very dark, but it's, it's, I, I just a, believe you, it. You can't help but think about you these things. Yeah. You have a kid. There, it's scary, I was in I was in New York recently, and some fireworks went off at 2 oh, o'clock God. in the morning on the street. And... It was the literally the day after the weekend when those two yeah. shootings happened. Mm-hmm. I hear those fireworks go off in the middle of the night, and I wake up, and I was clutching my daughter so hard, yeah. you know? Like, your instinct is oh, just crazy. You don't think, how am I going to get out? You're like, how am I going to protect this it, thing that I love? Isn't that crazy? It's like, you don't nuts. even worry about yourself. Mm-hmm. No. That's what's so crazy about being a parent. It's like, I was in New York, too, and uh, we were on a crowded street. Like, I think it was in Chelsea, and a motorcycle backfired. I was like, there that to- same week yeah when that because yeah. it kind of came out in the news the yeah. motorcycle backfired and people thought and it was people go- started yeah, running. running i was there yeah oh my, my God. grandma was there when that happened too because someone was like oh, don't go horrible. that way something yeah. happened people yeah. thought that that's so that's how on. high risk we are oh, we're, yeah. we're on alert so mm-hmm. yeah so i i um don't yeah, know where that came from, yeah. but family-friendly well, comedy. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yes. But my special is a lot more happier than that. It's really funny, and I, we don't talk about that. I will say, though, your special, I just watched it. Uh, it's fantastic. Oh, thank you. And I, I have not seen a comedy special. Broads, you need to watch it. I have not seen a comedy special in a long time that I was cracking up watching, and also you like made me cry in it. It was it got I very know. emotional. It's, it did. It's really beautiful. Aww, so you're so sweet. It's, thank you. It's fantastic. Don't watch so, it, broads. Yeah, go and, check it out. Watch it, broads. And they can listen to your podcast. Oh my yes. god, I'm so excited about this. Listen to my podcast. It's called the Michael Yo Show. Uh, we just kicked it off like a month and a half ago. You ladies we were, were on it. We you're... talked all things Bachelor. Yes, yes, yes. And I have to come back and talk Bachelor because. You know, I got yes. big opinions. You can come do a recap with us. Oh, Please. I will. I will watch Please. it with you, and I will give you a recap. And uh, Hannah G, mm-hmm. let me tell you, she's the one with Dylan. Yes. yes. I didn't think they were going to last because mm-hmm. I thought Dylan was too soft mm-hmm. as yeah. a guy. Oh, trust mm-hmm. me. We went nuts on him. We he's not a man. <laughs> like, the problem with he's not a man. Well, he's a dog. He's a puppy. He, was, he koala'd on her. Yeah. 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 That's weak. And I felt like she... <laughs> It is. It's so weak. Like this dude, like she has all the power and she weighs 90 pounds. You know what I mean? It's like Michael said it, Broads, not us, not us. I like him as a person. I think he's a sweet guy. Mm -hmm. He's a sweet, but he's setting himself up to get ran over. Mm -hmm. And that's and that's what I care about. him. But but he's very weak. They seem happy together. That's what I love. So like I was saying, you didn't let me finish my statement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I went off to. So when I was watching the show, I was like, dude. You've known this girl for Get three weeks. And you're like, hey, I, 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 I,
really? The best thing in your life? You've known her for like a day. And I was happy that, you know, he's they with... found each other. Yada, found each yada. Other. Now I see him on Instagram and it's happy and I'm like, good for him. He did he it. Played, so far, <laughs> he played his cards right. But I still feel like Hannah is going to want a man. Because I feel like every oh. woman... They want. They don't want a person more sensitive than they oh, are. Oh, I could do that all day. Really? Oh, I, yeah. I don't know, Jess, because Evan doesn't let you walk all over him to a point. Oh, no, he doesn't, and that's why I'm leaving him. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm taking this time to announce we're divorcing. <laughs> no, but I, I thought this was the best opportunity. <laughs> no, it's you, like the thing you think you want, and then when you have it, yeah, you're like, oh, It's all God. about balance. I live for some balance with a guy. You know Boundaries. what I mean? Like, he I needs like, to I set like, some I want sensitivity. But, but, I would not want a koala. We both talked about the koala thing, the whole, like, constantly just, like, petting me, petting me. Like, I, I can't like, stand I can't, cuddling I can't do with it. my wife. <laughs> like, we get too hot. Like she gets, yeah. she's an inferno. This like, is the thing. Do you remember the scene when it's like 102 degrees outside of the Mexico yeah. beach and they're under a goddamn cu- yes. down comforter, yes. Yes. hugging each yes. other? And like there's that? no AC in that. In well, that but uh, we know they're doing that for camera. They said y'all need to cover. They up. were like asleep in each other's oh, arms. Yeah, that's right. No, no. I would have been Insane. like, hey, no. hey, back up. I, we need space. I need air mm-mm. flow. I, it's <laughs> like my wife will cuddle. Literally, we're both on the same page. My wife at night. Is about hundred and ninety degrees, especially like right for now. Si- yeah. I don't understand it. It's like, like, oh, what are you cooking the baby? Yeah. Like, literally, literally, literally cooking. Yes. The ba- so, literally, we'll hold for three minutes, and that's like, I'm done. That's what we do. You turn over. That's what we do. That's what any real couple does. Thank Give you. Me a you that's why we you do. Think I hold my man all night long and sleep on his chest. Are you oh, kidding me? Yes. <laughs> I love it. Like, I don't want y'all to take this the wrong way. I feel like I, I got to see him on camera one more time because I feel like after you're with somebody for a while, yes. he may have hardened. He's like, well, I no got her shade. now. Well, no shade. I hope I don't have to see them on camera again. You don't like Hannah? I just don't want to see him. We were just yeah. like them. whatever about both well, of them. Well, I'm like that we with loved- Hannah B. Like, I, don't, I don't care if I ever see Hannah B. I'm yet. done. Yeah. I love Hannah B. I love her too, but I don't need to see her. I don't want to watch her on Dancing with the Stars. I don't really watch her Instagram. I just don't enjoy Dancing with the Stars. No. But. It's amazing how that show will give you so many followers. Like, people that have no personality. I can't believe people watch that show. Oh, you're talking about Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. No, I'm talking oh, about the Bachelor. Bad, how many oh. people. I mean, followers are through the... That's was, blown up in the past two years, by the way. Yeah. Because people are, I'm, I say this all the time. What the fuck she was missed I her thinking? Window. <laughs> and you brought the short hair, and you didn't get credit for it. I know. God damn, they cheated you out. Like, all you had to do was hold out one more season, two more seasons. Regardless, I had my baby, Just so that. I kept my followers invested in my journey, and now here we are, baby. I made it work. I made it work. Your podcast is one of the biggest in the world, but just think how much bigger it would have been. Yeah, what the hell, Becca? Yeah, why are you why are you bringing the podcast down? Why are you doing this bitchy? to me? I wouldn't have had the podcast with you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so I'm leaving Evan, and then I'm leaving Becca. We're splitting up. I'm splitting up with I'm Evan. Been up like, they would have been like me and Nicole Richie or something like that. Sorry, Jed. <laughs> this Please. one surprises me. I saw Hannah uh, post a picture. Hannah G. Post a picture. And I hate when people get so many Instagram followers that they can post anything and people like. And they get like lo- 200,000 yeah. likes, like, even if it's just like a it's photo It's just of her their- just looking, and it's like 400,000. A caption that says, I didn't know what to make the caption, 400,000 Something like that. Like, yeah. I'm dumb. Like, oh my gosh! <laughs> this is amazing! That would have like actually it. been an interesting post. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dumb and ugly. Uh, parents 
Lucy is <laughs> unbelievable. Just a million. <laughs> No, but that's the thing. You are so transparent. (laughs) (laughs) Empowerment to women, so transparent. That's what. But that's what's funny. She could write something like that, and people would defend. Like, oh no, people just be like, "You're the most beautiful, smart girl I've ever seen." I wish I I would kill to be your friend. I I can't wait to get to that level of Instagram fame where I can say just stupid shit, and people like, "Oh no, it's not true." You're "You're the best. I'm like, I'm having a bad day. Oh well, we can help out. We love you so much. I don't know you, but I think I know you. Oh my god, it's so. That's why I love podcasting because they really do know you. Yeah, Yeah. people that listen, they they know the. In the outs. So, exactly. And trust me, you know when somebody listens to your podcast by what they write on your Instagram because they really know you. Like a, a normal person, they'll write something generic, but somebody that listens sometimes to sometimes they'll do like inside jokes. Yeah, you know, from the podcast. Like, and that's yeah. where you want to be. It's Not, pretty sweet. It's just crazy how random people will be like, I feel your pain. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I hate Instagram. I mean, we got to do not, but I hate Instagram one uppers. It annoys me. I'll post a picture of my son when it was his second year birthday, two-year-old birthday, and I go, well, my son just turned two, two. I don't give a fuck. This is my Instagram. This is my Instagram. You got your own Instagram Well, what's crazy for moms is when they'll say stuff like, oh, what, they're still not walking? Like, people say that. The shaming is pretty brutal. Are you kidding me? What? Yeah, they kid shame. Kitchen, kitchen. You're yeah, like, my kid took his first step at 12 months. Well, my kid took his first step at yeah. 10 months. And I'm like, oh my God, now it's a contest. Oh, like, you're trying to was rolling over rampant. at three days yeah. old. <laughs> I was working at three That's years it, old. Exactly. <laughs> But I want to come. I I love like my wife got me addicted to the Bachelor. Oh no, you're coming on. Her. You're talking about it, and I will talk about it because Peter Potter snore. Peter Piper. Peter Piper snore. He's a snore fest. That's a great name, Peter Piper snore my, wa- my wife is boycotting the Bachelor this year because I gotta, it's not Mike. Yes, because yeah. she knows it's just racism. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's pretty much he's, it. a, he's the best guy. I don't like how my wife looks at him, but whatever. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> We'll talk about that later. By the way, I would have had Nicole Richie because I wouldn't have given you a chance because I would have thought I was too famous. That's what I mean. And I would have been sorely disappointed and our podcast would not have made on the charts. I just want to make it clear that Jess is the best podcast host I could have asked for. No, that's oh, why you I'm just saying. made it up. Oh. I made it up. Well, Jess is the best podcast well, co-host I could have asked for. I was for. joking, and if you wouldn't have chosen Nicole Richie over me, I would have been like, you're an idiot. <laughs> Go for Nicole. Regardless no, of the fame. No, no, you know what? You're the perfect team. Because it's the team. It's, it's the, the team. team. Well, and you know what? The thing about podcasts, too, is people want to feel like you're not untouchable. Yeah. Because we're not. Like, you know. I'm just a normal person like everyone else. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just oh kidding. my God, celebrity. They do what we do. They go to the grocery store. I go to the grocery store. I'm not untouchable. I poop. You, I'm not untouchable. Poop. We yeah. all poop. Same. We all poop. Oh my God. No. We're not. A, we, we, we absolutely are untouchable. Please do not speak to us if you see us out. It's too much. I hate that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm absolutely Hordes exhausted. of paparazzi. Yeah. Can. And paparazzi at Chuck E. Cheese at Long Beach, or yeah, I know. I'm like, I don't know if I want to say it's an Eagle Rock because I can oh, imagine geez. how many people are going to be outside waiting for me afterwards. Honestly, though, that's kind of creepy. Guys, don't love, stalk Jess. At I would Chuck love e. for them to hang Eagle out. Rock. Let's hang out at Chuck E. Cheese and eat pizza together. No, she she, she goes to the Chuck E. Cheese in Burbank. She lied originally. She sold it so well. Yes. But it's really yes. in Burbank. Yes. So go to that one every Tuesday I, morning. I own the Eagle Rock Chuck E. Cheese pizza, but I attend the Burbank. Uh, the <laughs> 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 
You're a franchiser. <laughs> Hey, there's not one in Long Beach. Open one of those bad boys up. Well, I'm so grateful that you've moved there because I've been meaning to talk to you about my plans. Well, speaking, about, <laughs> speaking of grateful, I've been looking Michael, at a lot. we're so glad. I think we have our next guest in like 10 minutes. Oh, oh yeah, so we've got to oh, usher you out. Get her out of here. Okay, all right, whatever, whatever. But when we talk, when the Bachelor starts, oh, I am you're here. here. You're and here's here. the thing. And here's the thing. I know y'all got a big fan base with the Bachelor, and at times y'all probably can't be. As honest as you want to be. But you can. But I'm that dude. But you can. You're that guy. Because, because your people are going to love me and hate Because I say the truth. Yeah. Yep. You're going to be our mouthpiece, really. I, I, will, I, I say the truth. <laughs> Big Mike's not the bachelor because it's racist. Mm-hmm. Correct. I, yep. It's it's 100% racist. They know he won't rate in, the, yeah, uh, in yep. middle yeah. America. Yeah. That's 100% they do. it. Yeah. They do. It's 100%. There's yeah. no doubt about it. And look, I know a lot of people at ABC. I know I know Chris Harrison. I know all the, all these people. And I guarantee you, it's just racism. They're like, he won't test in middle America. They tried the black girl that just got married. Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. And didn't she work. was didn't fantastic. Work. She was amazing. She's but one of the best rate. bachelorettes. Yeah. But it didn't rate. Yeah. It didn't rate. And now, you know what the show did is, I'm sorry, because I, I got to go. But now <laughs> what the show did, they were like, well, we're not going to make Big Mike the bachelor, but we're going to put extra black girls on this season. And that's yeah. so racist right there. Yeah. I'm done. Y'all got to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, oh, Michael Yo. Listen to my, pod- oh, my podcast, Michael Yo Show. It's on iTunes. Please give it five stars. That's all I ask. Please, and listen. please, please, please. And I Brought just had Dr. Out. Pimple Popper on. Ooh. Shut the fuck up. She's amazing. And I had Trevor from O-Town. Because I want it all <laughs> or nothing at all. I don't know what O-Town. You don't know O-Town? You don't know O-Town. Oh, my oh God. God. Have you heard of the Backstreet Boys? <laughs> yes. Have Do you, you know heard NSYNC? of NSYNC? Yes. And you don't know O-Town? No. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. You're embarrassing yourself <laughs> okay. right now. All right. On all your right, own Prats. podcast. All right, we got to go. <laughs> all right, Prats. Chat soon. Chat soon. Bye. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> <laughs>